The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I happen to love this story. So this Rosh Kolel, who has this very successful Kolel in Bnei Brak, one month, it was already 15 days into the month, only two weeks left to the paychecks that need to be brought to the Kolel at the beginning of each and every month. And this Rosh Kolel, really it meant a lot to him, never, and that's the right way, to never be late. He wanted the guys to see that their learning is so special, and they get paid on time, and they deserve that check on time, and you know, he tried everything he could. But now, he found himself in a position that was very scary. Usually by this point in a month, he has half the money, three quarters of the money, he had nothing. For whatever reason that was going on, that month he had nothing. Two weeks left, what is he going to do? So he goes to the Chazonish in Bnei Brak, the great Chazonish. And he says to the Chazonish, Rebbe, uh, I'm in a bad predicament. I don't want to be late. I need to be able to bring money in to go and give on time the checks for the kolem. The Chazonish says, okay. So, Bezat Hashem, Hashem should send you the money. He said, Amen. He said, but Rebbe, I'm coming for a biracha. Harav, I'm coming for a biracha. Then I decide I'm going to go to America. I'm going to collect the money. And I came to you to ask, give me a biracha to succeed on my collections in America. You know, when I come to the offices, the guy would actually be there. Or at least the secretary would say he's there. Or, you know, I come to houses and, you know, I'll actually be accepted properly and I'll be successful in my collecting endeavors. Give me a blessing that I'll be able to raise the money in America. So Chazanish looks at him and says, I gave you a blessing that you'll have the money to be able to pay the guys on time. He says, I know, but I need a bit of half of the trip. So Chazanir says, you need a bit of half of the trip? Okay. He gives him a blessing. You should go to America. You should be healthy and happy. You should be successful. And you should be able to come back. He gave him a bit of half of the trip. That was it. So, that next morning, the Rosh Kolel is on a flight to JFK. And he spends the next 10 days going around New York City, knocking and clopping on every office on his address book. And nobody's around. You know, it's those weeks that everyone's at the show. Right. Midwinter vacation. Something that he had no clue to expect when he got there. And I'm telling you, office after office, en kol ve'en one. Nobody home. Nada. Mafihada, out. Guys, he came back, this poor rabbi, this Rosh Kolel came back, got back onto the flight 10 days later, covering barely his ticket. That's it. Mamash, gacha. He lands in Israel the next day. And as he's coming out, the Ben Gurion airport, one of his Talmidim is standing there waving his arms, 
came to the airport to pick up the Rosh Kolel to bring him back to Bnei Brak. But he sees that this guy that came to pick him up, he's worked up about something. He's like, he's like not just saying hello, he's like waving him down. So he walks up and he says, is everything okay? He says, Harav! Harav, my hair, quick! Come in the car with me, quick! He says, what, 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 what's, what's the problem? He says, Harav, this morning, there was a man from South America that came walking into the Kolel. Turns out that his father, who lived a few blocks away from the Kolel, who used to pray with us, Minchan Arbit, every now and then, he just passed away. The man came now for the Shloshim of his father's passing. And he's looking for you. I think he wants to donate something to the Kolel in his father's name. He says, yeah. He says, yes. We told him you're landing today. He said he'll come back. We told him what time. He's going to be there in 15 minutes. My hair, let's go. Let's go get the guy. They jump into the car. They drive out to Bnei Brak from the airport. It's not too far. He comes in the Rosh Kolel. This gentleman from South America comes in, dressed well. Shalom Aleichem. My father lived too, not too far away. He liked the Kolel. He was fond of the Kolel. He used to come pray Arbit Mincham Arbit every now and then. Tell me, is the name of the Kolel up for sponsorship? I want to make it my father's name. He says, Yeah. Yeah. He writes him a check. He buys the name of the Kolel. The rabbi's looking at the check. He just got off the plane from America. He barely covered his ticket. He goes running to the house of the Hazon Ish and he says, Harav. Harav! Why didn't you just tell me? Why didn't you just tell me? Just tell me. Tell me. You know? What are you doing? Like, hello? What are you wasting money on a uh, 10 days? I could have been here saying Sheer Chloe, learning Torah, 10 days. He says, if, if you knew I was getting the money, I mean, why do you, why do you, why do you tell me to go to America? Chazar says, listen, you wanted to go to America. And Hashem showed you that while you're going to America, he can send it from everywhere he wants. And then the Chazonish told him this amazing idea. And gentlemen, I want you to hear this. Says the Chazonish, when you have a fish swimming in the ocean, you go fishing, you pull up this big fish. I don't know if you guys are into fish, at least fresh fish. It's possible, not, not, not usual, but it's possible. It has happened that you can cut open the belly of the fish and you could find smaller fish on the inside of the belly. These were fish that weren't yet decomposed on the inside of the belly of the bigger fish that were eaten and swallowed that day or recently from the fish that you just caught. You find these little baby fish on the inside of the bigger fish's belly. Says the Chazonish, you want to hear something amazing? Says the Chazonish, listen to this. He says, you open up the big fish when you find a smaller fish in its belly. The fish is always facing the back of the bigger fish. Says Chazanish, that makes no sense. You see, when the big fish is going with its mouth open, chasing the small fish, as he takes him in and swallows him, he goes in 
tail first, not head first. He catches up with the little fish, swallows him, and he goes in tail first. And yet, when you cut open the big fish, you find the little fish with the head first, not the tail first. Why is that, says the Chazonish? Answers the Chazonish. Hashem made it an amazing phenomenon that teaches me and you the lesson of life. When the big fish has his big mouth open and he's chasing the little fish, he never catches up with the fish he's chasing. But as his mouth is open in the chase, Hashem is mazmin, a different fish that's coming in the opposite direction who swims straight in. And therefore, the fish that you were chasing, you never end up getting. But the fish that ends up in your stomach is the one that came from left field every single time. Hmm. Says the Chazonish Hashem wanted you to go to America in order to show you that what you do in your chase has nothing to do the results that He always delivers. He can send it from anywhere he wants. You go out and do your thing. Do the norm and the necessary to go out and succeed in the businesses that you run while realizing that while your mouth is open chasing what you think you're going to get, you'll always end up with what Hashem places and sends from someplace else entirely. To remind you, it has nothing to do with you. It's the man that's still dropping from heaven on your doorstep. Thank you for listening. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.